0: Hello and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. And on this show, we really like to talk about how our soul dances through many lifetimes. At the same time, we're about being here at this moment. So I, Natasha Venter, psychic medium, uh, and do a lot of other things too, besides just being psychic medium. But uh, And then Regan Forston is a clinical hypnotherapist in the EFT tapping and a lot of other things besides being a wonderful man of many years and me of many lifetimes of um, being intuitive and him being who he is for many lifetimes, you know, we kind of get this combination of helping you become you. And hopefully we can help you out with those little things. And like I was talking with someone today about how I've been described as someone who can talk to many dimensions, and yet I work with the. 3D world here. And that's what we're talking about here is the 3D world of emotions and things like that. And last week we talked about the outer disappointments, those outer knowings, those outer things that happen that really create disappointments in our life. Well, today we weren't going to talk about those inner disappointments. And, you know, um, it really hit me this morning when it was like um, Martin Luther King's day here in, in the United States about honoring this man that really you know, shifted our knowing. He had many inner dis- disappointments because of the fact that he was in the moment of a pivotal moment of shifting a lot of our knowings. But yet at the same time, he probably dealt with a lot of inner disappointments because he wanted the world to leap when all the universe around him could do was shift. And many a times when we're in life and we have disappointments and we want life to go forward and we want things to happen, you know, sometimes we just have to shift with what the energies are around us. And today was one of those days where, you know, it felt like the energy was really walking forward. And I had another friend who sent me this image of like being in a tube and all these lights were coming this way. Right. And it was interesting because that's what the energy felt like today. And then she sent me another one, but it was all hearts. And it was like, oh, that's really what I feel like today is that I'm doing with the energies yeah. of out there. And so, Regan, thank you for being here. You know, you're my partner, as they say, in crime. But yet we're not doing crime. We're doing love. <laughs> and so with that, that, but, but, you know, how crime stirs the pot, we stir the pot and hopefully give a better truth or help you with your truth system. You know, we're not here to shift your truth system. We're here to help your truth system you know just enlighten it maybe twitch it just a little bit so that you can navigate this world with a little bit uh higher insight maybe if we could so how are you doing you've been dealing with rain down in i'm in washington state where i've had wind and sun and you have been in downpour of rain yeah
1: it's like now i know what it's like to live in seattle (laughs) you know where you have a lot of cloudy days I think we've had one well today's um the sun's out a little bit we've had maybe two in the last 10 days and every hour at the time it's just been raining you know constantly so it's very um it's very interesting uh to have to go through it's the most days i remember of rain in a row even mm-hmm. growing up you know i mean usually we'd have two or three days and then it would be fine and and everything but uh, we're getting the rain you know we need a lot of it but uh too much. You know, I, I feel sorry for some of the parts of California here that are really inundated. You know, the lower lying areas have really had a difficult time. And um, I just, I keep thinking it just got me so much, probably like other people have read about the the woman that was driving her son and, and she was going through a place that was too deep. So the water carried the car and it got up against a tree. She was trying to get her and her son out of there and he was holding on to her hand and it was just too much. And he looked up her and said, mom, it's okay. As he, as he went floating down and they've never, they've had over 120 people looking for his body, but they've still not found it. But that just, oh my gosh. And just think of the, the karma, the, the life thing the the, the, you know, the, 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 what she's having to go through, you know, it's not, you know, the loss of a child that way.
0: And, and the and, uh, grief of knowing that you were driving and had some, I don't want yeah. to call it responsibility because you are what you are in the moment, but right. the, oh my gosh, you know, my love goes to her. And yeah. you know I say that my love goes to people because it's not that I can take my heart and send it to them. It's my love that can, yeah. the angel love, the divine love that I can send to people that I just, oh my gosh. It was the, the
1: joy and innocence of a five-year-old that can say, mom, it's okay
0: you know yeah. it's the last
1: words you know instead of been screaming or something but um yeah i the, mean you know, there's the
0: innocence of those souls that know but greater than us
1: yeah i know and the thing that i just people even listening hearing that they probably read it on the news it has been all over but um
0: Veronica gives a heart
1: <laughs> yeah but but somehow somehow things are still okay i mean in the bigger picture of everything on how it had happened. Like I, so many times when I'm having people do these life between life sessions and they have things similar to what this woman had to experience losing her child. And when they go to the other side and they're able to talk to the left one on the other side the first thing they do over there say like the little boy would be saying, mom, it's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Look, I get to
0: bounce around. I get to be me. I get to have fun. I'm not political with all this body language. You know, I'm free.
1: Somehow the, but somehow the grief and everything is still part of the picture that everybody goes through, you know, no matter, even if everything is okay in the long run, we still have the grief and uh, we still have to deal with everything. And and why did this happen, you know, all the time?
0: And that's, that's.
1: That's, um, I guess, in a sense, extending that when we're talking about uh, disappointment, you know, and things not being the way that we thought they would be and disappointment in ourselves uh, mm-hmm. for why didn't I behave a different way that I could have I done this differently, you know, and whatever. In that case, it was it seemed to be more of a just just what happened. It wasn't like um, like she made that choice on purpose.
0: You exactly.
1: Know, just uh, stuff. So. Oof, you know, our hearts go out to all all the people that have done this and, you know, all the craziness going on in the world. What Natasha and I do is, we're starting the program here, we just we just try to to bring up these things and talk about how can we go through these difficult things in life, uh, the disappointments we have in life, the disappointments with ourselves that we have and everything, and still, um, you know, uh, maintain a uh, what you would call a, a happy life. You know, I, I'm really the I really think that it is possible to go through all these difficulties but then when someone says how's your life and to still say I have a happy life have a yes. happy life with a lot of disappointments and a lot of challenges mm-hmm. um, you know that I always that, say that I have a lot li- do
0: yeah I always say a life I, I I have a life that's blessed with a whole lot of chili powder you know it's like it's yeah. all it's spicy it's not easy to eat it's not easy to swallow sometimes but You know, I, I it. I know it, that, that this moment shall pass. And I, and I try to, um, to negotiate many of those stories, you know, because I know that they are just moments, but sometimes they're, I call them implosions, you know, those inner implosions that, um, that come in and they really teach us some lessons and experiences of, of of impact. And, you know, I've had many of them, you know, and they don't have to be, I, when they're implosions to me, those things that are, are something that, you know, are very um, disappointing to me that they've happened are those energies that stick around a little bit, or those, those energies that really, um, know they take a while to work through or they're the the ones that kind of take your legs out from underneath you and you go what was that about you know and you know those are those implosions and and i call them implosions because they're coming inward i am it seems like it's you know like sometimes they're happening three you know three days and so but it's all about me you know in the sense of it happened to me so those are those implosions because they're coming in to teach me something and those and how can i look at those and and you know the the disappointment that i have of the life happening around me and yet what is that point that i need to learn about that i'm not doing as cleanly as i thought i was maybe or as cleanly as I, you know, or sometimes it's not about me, but it's about me creating boundaries or me creating new story for myself or me saying, oh, does life want me to go a different direction? You know, it's, it has a lot of different things. And then this, we only have an hour on the show, but yet we hope we give you enough salt and pepper, uh, spices to kind of bring your life as a metaphor said, you know, to bring your life a little bit different knowing. And, um, and if you don't find something in this show, remember... You know on my youtube channel that i have almost 400 videos now <laughs> on wow. um, my that video and most of them are the videos of the dance of the soul and um and uh life clarifications with natasha and then i have um a lot of them are like my two do- two minute videos short videos short and yeah. inspirational videos
1: yeah i've seen i went i saw some of those and i thought they were awesome
0: Thank you. Um, And so with that, that I have these and I have them in categories. So you can it's not like you get bombarded by 400 videos. You know, you have sections that you can go into to um to manipulate them and you could just scroll down or scroll however you want to do it. Um, but, it, you know, it's one of those things that that, you know, find ways to negotiate it because. When Regan and I are talking about these emotions, they're short little snippets and we could talk about it. I mean, it's like a spider wave. You can talk about it in different ways, but this inner disappointment, because I know that a lot of us are at the age or we're at those ages where we're wondering, where am I supposed to go? Why am I here? Why is this happening to me? Why am I not further along than I thought I was going to be? That's a huge disappointment. Yeah. Why am I not further along than I thought I was going to be? Yeah. And no, I even I think, struggle with that a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, as, as people in our society, we've been trained to be impatient. You know, it, what's funny, I heard, um, I forget what the comedian was. He just, he was so funny. But he's talking about, uh, uh, you know, people, you know, complaining how long their flight was from uh, New York to California, you know it's a six-hour flight and he Mm -hmm. goes what are they complaining about i mean it wasn't too long ago it would take six months in a wagon and you probably half of you would have died on the way to get to california and here we are complaining that it takes six hours you know that way so it's it's all relative i guess you know that way but it is funny isn't it how impatient we can be a lot of times we're impatient with ourselves you know like i you know i i guess many times the thoughts going through my mind disappointments in myself Where, um, you know, I didn't exercise as often as I thought, or I didn't do my spiritual exercises as often as I should, or the meditations. uh, And and my mind's saying, you should be so much further along. But the funny thing is, it seems like as life goes along, it seems like everything kind of falls in place in its right time. (laughs) It
0: does!
1: (laughs) You know? like mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden boom! it falls in and, and then you've got to that destination but you know it's like you know uh, like again as I mentioned because it's just so darn funny when uh someone in a life between life session was asked she was in heaven you know and they were she was in that state of trance and us therapist, one of the therapists like me had her there and asking what her life's mission was and her whole purpose of being born was just to learn patience and then you know when when the therapist asked her well how long have you been working on patience and she said uh, about an earth years about 500 years you know and you <laughs> think so that made me i think of that a lot because i i relate that to other things like why does it take so much time to master something i mean even somebody um you know you know golf your husband loves to golf i love to golf and everything and i've been golfing for 62 years And you think at that time I would have gotten as good as I could get, but it's you never you never do. You know, it's like you have days where you kind of look like Tiger Woods, you know, or a few shots once in a while. But that's far and few between, even as much as you practice. And it's kind of like life. You know, we practice, we try to get better and do all that stuff. But um, it's just uh, uh, I'd, I'd say the best thing or advice I could give to people is just to be do the best you can do with what you have in the moment and if you fall a little bit you know a little bit less than what you should uh okay. perceived
0: should i'm going to add on perceived
1: yeah should shoulds are bad you know i should have yeah. could have, would have. you know yeah it's better to be in the moment and i'm finding myself more in the moment you know as i get older and less less hard on myself you know
0: mm-hmm. yeah, how many times going,
1: have, how many ahead. times have people said like oh i'm so stupid or something like that when they've made a mistake you know and they've been so disappointed in themselves, you know, uh,
0: you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. And going back to the golf, you know, like my husband will come home and he'll say, you know, I could have done better. I got a 93 today. And I said, well, it's better than one hundred and three because he's yeah. gotten one hundred and three. And he goes, yeah. And yeah. so then the disappointment scale kind of comes down a little bit on the. Yeah. You know, and then he starts talking about, yeah, I had this great shot at this hole and that, but I didn't do so. You had a great shot. Right. And guess what? You weren't working. Right. Yeah. Great golf day. Not working. You know, it's a you know, it's just one of those things that it's about perspective. And and when we're in that um, disappointment phase, you know, we all fall into it. You know, I can even say me, even in my spiritual life that I walk, that I can slip into the humanness, I call it, of disappointment. I can fall into those uh, humanness um, emotions, which are, you know, not as happy, not as um, fulfillment feeling, right? And disappointment is really, I want people to know, disappointment is triggered into anger, can trigger you into uh, depression can trigger you into um a fight or flight it can it can really trigger you into these different things so we're only tagging this one thing here because disappointment also really can trigger grief it can it's it's one of the the main things that can trigger grief and, and anger is part of grief but you know it, it's one of those things that going forward that you know i find myself in a lot of ways that if i go to gratitude for what i have it can eliminate pause uh shift uh, negotiate (laughs) baby those other emotions and you know that's where i do sit with gratitude a lot of times when i'm in disappointment because When I do sit in in gratitude, like let's say my business, you know, my intuitive business, you know, I wanted to be where I'm at now 15 years ago. Wow. But 15 years ago, I was dealing with an alcoholic husband. I still had kids. I was still dealing with a lot of my emotions. I was still dealing with a lot of grief in my life. I was dealing with a lot of things. So how could I be where I'm at now with no kids, a husband that's been clean for almost 11 years, you know, who's doing his own spiritual walk. You know, it's amazing how when we do these things that we wish we could have been, but then I look at it going, but I am knowing my stuff now. And even if I look at who I was at the beginning of last year, oh my gosh, I'm not even the same person that I was at the beginning of last year. So how can I be disappointed in where I'm at now if I'm doing this evolution? You know, I'm grateful for the experiences I had last year to help myself grow into who I am today, because I'm not going to recognize myself at the end of this next, this year of yeah. at the end of 2023. You know, yes, that's, the thing, that's,
1: that's the thing. That's, that's, that's not the only thing I'd say this a little bit jokingly or tongue in cheek of that. One of the that's one of the good things about growing old, you know, is that is, is when you're um, when you're always learning new things and you're trying to become a better person. Is it you can always think about to, to even six months ago or one year ago, and you can say what I trade the consciousness I have now for what I had six months ago or a year or two. And with me, I'd always just quickly say no. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm getting older, but and I can see like in cultures why. They had people that are like my age, and they were the wise men, you know, because even though I don't know everything, I do know a lot more than like a twenty-year-old that's just starting out, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've we've been there, done some things. We've had a lot of rodeos,
0: <laughs> yes. You know,
1: and and so um, I, I I have uh, once in a while I'm surprised when I'm talking to younger people and I'm talking about this stuff and how intently they're listening to me. And I'm thinking, wow, okay, I'm, I'm taking the role of the elder right now. You know, <laughs> I'm, and, and they're, you know, like sitting in a, you know, the Indians would, you know, sit around the fire and the elder would, would teach them their ways, you know? Um, and I'm kind of liking that in a way, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah, I have, I've been wounded enough times that I can, I can tell them, you know, you know, which roads to not go down in the forest that they're going to get hurt, you know, and even knowing that sometimes they still will. And Um, that's their
0: experience and lesson that they were exposed to learn. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes um, I think like me growing up that the elders that helped me along the way, I didn't always listen to them, but the lessons that they were talking about or, you know, to not do this, do this. When I did that, I learned the lesson a little quicker because I could hear their voices in my head saying, Oh, I well, they, maybe I should listen more next time. You know, maybe I shouldn't. You know, I, I goof going down that road because I was told that it was going to be crazy and uh, I did it anyway. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, w- you know, we learned that way. So, and I think that's the souls. Don't you think, Natasha, that, um, you know, it's like, even though we want to be humble in a sense and saying we're all equal, nobody's uh, better than anybody, but the amount of knowledge that people have is different. So, for instance, if you look at it like going to college, somebody who's a senior in the same uh, subjects that you're interested in and you're just a freshman going in, um, you know, as as human beings, we're the exact same, but they have more knowledge. than Mm -hmm. So we're the same, but one with better knowledge. So it's always, I always have this picture. I always, if I was a painter, I would have painted a person uh, who's a spiritual person and he's reaching down and he's got the hand of somebody and he's pulling them up this cliff, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. But then
1: when you look to the other side of this wise man, there's somebody on the other side of him that's got his hand, you know, that's pulling him up still. So, you know, that's what we're supposed to be doing with others is whoever whoever we have more knowledge than we're, we're to help them to pull them up and, and always be open to looking above to see who's there to help you, to pull you to the next rung.
0: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And and being today is Martin Luther King's birthday or, you know, the day we honor him, um, that, you know, there's that moment of, you know, how much was that man? Can we still can we still look back at that moment when he was doing that work of his life? being the humbled man that he was because he did have humbled moments because he was only human, you know, that, you know, that how can we take his eldership and move it forward? I know for me, um, I went dancing on Friday night with some girlfriends and, uh, and it was amazing how, when I was dancing, I try to go into observation, observation. I I, I don't go into judgment. I go into observation. And it was so amazing how we had so many different people having fun, Mm -hmm. having fun. There was someone who was transgender and I have a transgender child, so I i don't necessarily try to spot them but they're in my they're in my community you know what i mean it's like i can i empathize with them really well and and it was neat to see this person this being laughing and having fun and dressed to the nines i mean and and i'm gonna call her she because she was dressed in a very nice dress and and high heels and stuff like that so i'm that's why i'm gonna go with with she but they could be called them but you know and and then on the other hand this one um and language is going to be troublesome here she she was of of the african american black you know whatever mm-hmm. you know uh i want to honor i don't want to mislabel <laughs> you right. know but it's keeps changing so how can i keep up with that i honor i love but she was dancing and she actually came and danced in with us Because she loved dancing and she saw that we love dancing. So the, 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 the swimming of the music and the love of the dance brought us together. And it was a gift to be with her. And so it was neat how we were all, you know, we were on, on the uh, reservation, you know, in a casino. So we were on land of one being yeah. And then we had all these different beings dancing. And I didn't see any disappointment. I didn't see any, well, I saw a disappointment. In, and sometimes you wish the music would have been different. But yet, at the same time, though, we were all being in the moment of, of lifting the vibration up. And that's one thing that when we are in these, these lower vibrations of emotions, that we can find some way to rise the vibration up to be in a different mode, and because uh, vibration of, of a lower um, of the lower emotions of disappointment, anger, frustration, not feeling quite right, not feeling like we're on the right path, all those kinds of things can can create lower vibrations in us. And if we can kind of bring that vibration up, it's amazing how we find this this like opportunities to lead us onto the better path. Yeah. The lighter path.
1: Well, you know, that's another thing that dancing seems to be a very uh, you know, it's a it's like doing a spiritual exercise or it's it's very freeing. Uh just what and I found that when a body is in movement, it um you know what instead of sitting well sitting still you can get some introspection. But there's something about getting introspection as you're moving, you know, like a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they go for a walk to clear the air, you know, so they can think mm-hmm. you go for a walk and dancing. And you can see the joy and and uh, people and dancing And every culture, pretty much when they're doing their spiritual ceremonies and everything, have some sort of dance or rhythm yes. that's going, you know. Um, exactly. So there's something we don't quite understand, but we feel and we know that it's important. Some people just have to dance, you know. Uh, um me
0: <laughs> me
1: <laughs> I've i I've only danced when I say freely just for I think I mentioned that one of the other shows in the last two years but I it was a special time for me when I was going through some difficult times in my life and was single and uh was asked to go and this wasn't a dance like a nightclub thing this was at a dance studio where um oh, about 100 people would come on a Friday and Saturday night and they would just dance freeform, you know, mm-hmm. to the, to some very, well, it's like new age music or whatever's things with beats or something. And, uh, after going, I, I went every week for, oh gosh, probably two or three months. And it, it, I was so self-conscious at first, you know, and it felt good that as I went more and more, I became to, to open up more and I began to just, in other words, forget who's there, forget who's looking and to just move with the music. And oh my gosh, that was like some sort of spiritual freedom. I mean, it was just, it just felt so good. Now, I've, I, I, after I got through that all that, I kind of reverted back to my introvert self, you know, and uh, not as much, you know, that did keep me open to a certain degree, uh, but I really enjoyed that, you know, that feeling mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, just, ah, you know, just moving. You know, there were times I remember when I was just laying on the middle of the dance floor with my arms open and listening to that and moving on the floor.
0: (laughs) Vibration, the vibration. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, is that when we're in those lower vibrations of energies of, of emotions, that how can we get into something that is greater? Well, it is finding the moments of love, joy, gratitude, you know, witnessing ourselves You know, there are, when we're disappointing, when we're in disappointment with ourselves, why didn't I do that better? You know, why didn't I do that job interview better? Why didn't I clean the house better? Why didn't I make that dinner better? Why didn't I, why didn't I? Well, I didn't I because I didn't. And, you know, but the thing is, what, what we can do is, is that, you know, when we're looking at that, Look at what we are doing. Look at what we are doing. You know, if we're disappointing on disappointed on a job interview, you know, what did you do in that job interview? You went and sat in front of somebody. That's huge. Yeah. You know, what else did you do in the job interview? You spoke something. I'm not going to say what you you know, you may not have spoke what you should have, but at least it got you to clean up. Did you were you supposed to have that job? Because there's a truth that your your voice and your body knows. If you're not meant to get the job, then in some ways there's something inside of you that will kind of I won't I don't want to call it sabotage, but shift it to where you may not be able to have that job. But I can tell you, though, that sometimes when you're in a job interview, you're not there for the job interview that you're doing. You're in it for another job in job opportunity that's in the same company. You know, so there's something about how, you know, when we're disappointed with something, we don't really see what the universe truly has planned for us because we stay in the humanness of it. We stay in that human emotion and then we forget that the universe really has other plans for us. Because I can tell you that even though I'm not where I want to be in my business, I can so tell you that where I've been, I have had people tell me, Natasha, you are my voice of reason today, and thank you. Because I was at that moment, at that time, in where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So, take out the, the I shoulda, coulda, woulda's. If you can, Regan, sorry,
1: I cut you off. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you either, just as we're conversing. No, that's okay,
0: <laughs> But it,
1: it's making me thinking that um, sometimes we're so disappointed in ourselves and, and that disappointment turns into a self-loathing or, um, and I would say to people, if you can't look into the mirror and look in your eyes and say, I love you, um, you've got some work to do, you know, and in other mm-hmm. words, that's showing you, you have to think, okay, why can't I do that? And then you start thinking, well, I'm, I'm so disappointed in myself that I haven't done A, B, C, D or E, you know, and um, and the thing that I liked and that was great because some of your magic words of the week, which have stuck with me for a lot of weeks now, was that, you know, um, I'm perfectly imperfect, you know, and I think that's the whole thing. It's in other words, we need to look in the mirror and say like I'm looking and say, hey, Regan. Um, I love you, even though I know you're perfectly imperfect. <laughs> and I love your perfectly imperfectness because I know you're striving to be better all the time. And it's okay if you're perfectly imperfect, because, you know, we all are, you know, but mm-hmm. just accepting that, you know, um, can help people. Um Like I have people in my regular therapy practice that come to me, and I discover that they're, they, they're perfectionists, and they wear that like a badge of honor, you know, well, I'm a perfectionist, so blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, how happy are you as being a perfectionist and a perfectionist is never happy because everything's, nothing's ever, ever perfect. Yeah. Can never, they can never get to that point where they can go, oh, everything's okay. You know, they're always like, Oh, but it could be better. It could be better. It could be better, you know, and you yes. never get there. So what we're taught to do in hypnotherapy school with clients is to, when they're in hypnosis is to teach them that, um, that they, they should strive for excellence in themselves. Because excellence doesn't mean you're perfect. It just means that you're as good as you can be with what you have. And you can always improve on that, but you can be happy that way. You know, Uh, like they don't give the award for, you know, the perfect motion picture. They give it for excellence in movie making, you know,
0: because
1: nothing's ever perfect, you know, that way. So we have to start looking at ourselves to be able to forgive ourselves for uh, the things that we've done um, and um, and realize that, you know, and the fact is, if you can start looking at yourself and doing that that way, it helps you to look at others that way. You know, that our parents, for instance, they were perfectly imperfect. And, you know, how could how how can I be a perfect thing when I was raised by perfectly imperfect people? Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and, and that's uh, the thing is, we didn't know better to do better. You know, you many at, times in a, our right. lives, we didn't know better to do better. And. And that's another, you know, way to look at it as being perfectly imperfect, you know, because we didn't know better to do better. So there's there's no disappointment where, you know, if we didn't know better to do better, how can we just be disappointed in ourselves, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I really wish I would have made dinner a little bit better. doesn't taste bad, but I wish I could have done a little different, you know? And it's a natural thing that, that you wish you could have, would have, should have. But at the same time, though, I sometimes when I do do dinner and I wish I could have done a little different, I go, "Okay, next time," you know, or I say to myself, "Well, that was from scratch, so next time it'll be tasting a little different because it'll be by scratch again." You know, it's that that application that we have to say something to ourselves, you know, to catch ourselves. You know, if so, if you can get something that is a quick. Reply for yourself when you are disappointed. Oh, I didn't know better to do better. Oh, right. thank you for being perfectly imperfect. Or, you know, oh, you know, next time I'll just I'll do better next time. You know, it's like yeah. there's something to say to yourself so that you can negotiate these dances a little differently.
1: Yeah, because um, I did, not you know, by saying all that we're saying about how to handle disappointment ourselves, self. I want to say that being disappointed in oneself is necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I mean, just having that disappointment can can spur you on to do better. But mm-hmm. there's a there's a healthy way to handle disappointment. And there's an unhealthy way, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to, to do that. Um, but I like what you, you said, you know, it's like it's like cooking a meal and you made a mistake and you're disappointed how it turned out. Well, it, you can't go back and remake the meal. You don't want to waste it. And it didn't taste exactly how. But you make that note Ah, next time I'm going to do it and it's going to be better, you know, that yeah. way. And if I'm better
0: at it, I'll write it down so I'll remember next time. But you know, there's (laughs) that thing that you know. Well, I coulda, I coulda, I could. We could always I coulda, or we could always. You know, there's always something, and that's where the universe says, by the way, you have a little bit of personal choices in life. But that makes it so much more confusing sometimes because then it's like we go into these emotions. But I'm going to let you know that that's why we're on this earth is to go through these emotions to figure out how to have enlightenment through these choices that we have. And if we can hold more of an enlightened idea about it, like remembering that we are perfectly imperfect, And I will try, you know, like I'll give an example that my husband who is, has a form of a little bit of OCD and has had in the past major uh, perfection attitudes that, you know, when I say that dinner is done in his mind, he pictures it all done. Plates, forks, knives. Oh. Done. (laughs) Done. So in my knowing that that's a trigger for him in his mind, in his imperfection, you know, that in my imperfection being a human, that I say um, the the food is cooked and I think I have everything. I have what I what you need out, but you might want to scan it to make sure. So then it takes that done and then he then he's not coming up to say he's disappointed. He's actually engaging with it and saying, "Oh, wait a minute. You know, we didn't have the um, uh, the uh, you know the the horseradish out for let's say what we were eating. You know, and because I don't eat it, so I didn't think about it. You know, and so with that, that it it, it helps to have language." to help us to know that if we're finding that we're disappointing for other people, how can we find other languages so that we're not sitting in disappointment ourselves? Because I can tell you that when I didn't do it right in quotation marks, you know, that it did trigger some some, um, disappointment in myself. But then I tried to turn it around going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's make this cleaner for us. So change the language around it. You know, there's things to do and, and ways to work with this negotiation of, of these disappointments or these angers and frustrations and, and uh, grief and and, you know, all these different lower vibration, I'm going to call them feelings, you know, because they're here to teach us. They're here to help us. They're here to kind of keep us on a... on a um, road, a path to our greater selves. And the more we come into this knowing of who we are, the lighter we become, you know, our soul grows. And that's the whole reason why we're here is to have our soul grow, which, you know, like the angels say, you know, we value you humans because you actually are on this earth learning experiences to help yourself grow and change.
1: Yeah, to help
0: you know, yourself go and change.
1: Yeah, um, I, I know. With me, confessing a bit here, um, the thing that I that I'm still dealing with is my um, little prejudices about things here and there. You know, were talk about Martin Luther King there. Everybody has their prejudices. Whether it's you know somebody's a different color than me, or someone's a different religion than me, or someone's younger than me, or somebody's you know got more meat on their bones than i do you know or somebody's not, you know and um <clears throat> a lot of times i just you know i still find this is uh, evolved as i've become which i love about myself uh there's still i go through the day and i find myself i catch myself sometimes being a little prejudiced at this or that or whatever you know whether it's a little thing or something like that and part of me goes ah, haven't you learned anything you know and uh, but but what I find is, is I quickly get back on the wagon. and I apologize energetically to uh, that that person or that kid or what, whatever it was that I was thinking um, and um, and just move on, you know, say, OK, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm still learning. And I don't know why. Why do you think that is that we I mean, is it all learned by society or as souls when we're down here? you know, or the human, is the human condition, because, you know, even like, uh, look at the people getting fights and, and killing each other over football games that are going on right now, you know, I mean, uh, I know, you know, rival teams getting in fights, or sometimes the players on the field, you know, they say, well, this team really hates that team. (sighs) They're just, it's football, you know, but it's just, it's, we always have to, we always have to put, put, you know us against somebody else you
0: know in order to feel
1: good or something but i well
0: when you think about it you know since the caveman yeah we have been better than the other tribe yeah we've been better then and you know understanding your age you came through you were born in the midst of disharmony yeah you were born in disharmony. And even if you were born here on the West Coast, you know, you talk about somebody else who was born in the, you know, like I have a good friend. And she was born in the, banana, uh, back in, um. oh, what was she, where was she born? Um, Louisiana? Yeah. Somewhere in the banana belt or in the Bible belt. You know, in the about <laughs> the, 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 the Bible belt. Sorry, yeah. not trying to dishonor language, um, but you know, but you know, and so she's got a lot of things that are ingrained in her, in her DNA, from her family, in her teachings from her family, in her t- knowings from society, in her, um, in her, her. Um, physical being through going through those actions, you know, like, you know, being told over and over and over again, you're a child, Don't, we, you're not to be heard, you know, and, or no matter what, you know, you're lying. You know, it's like, you know, there's these things that when you get told these things over and over and over again, your brain gets brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. And you look at society. You look at TV. You look at what we're. You know, it's like when the shingles commercial comes on. I go, la, 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 la. la I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. Because I do not want to be brainwashed. Right. I'm free from that. You know, so we're being bombarded. And then you add in our DNA. And then you lead, lead into past lives where, you know, like you yourself has mentioned on this show about how, you know, in sessions you find out that that person killed somebody or killed you or, or you know, there's the tit for tat, you know, from lifetimes. And, you know, we get into that mix. And sometimes that energy, people can have that energy with them, you know, that it's not necessarily that they were that group that killed you in a past life, but they have that same energy. They wear the same metaphorical perfume that triggers your senses. Yeah, and and that's where we're where we're cleaning up this stuff in this lifetime right now. We're really are the planets right now. When I listen to my um, astrologer Janet Hickox, um, that you know, it's like when I listen to her, she's really labeling what I know intuitively that we're in this mix of really cleaning that up. But some of us who have had a a generation that is closer to a lot of the um, judgments are having a harder time moving out of that. So you look at the, 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 the football teams that are fighting each other. They've been in history of fighting each other for how long? Yeah. So they are in the DNA of it. Yeah. They're in the knowing of it. And and you know there's that story of of how can we negotiate some of that and and sometimes we have to say la 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 I'm my own self. La 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 I'm my own self. La 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 I'm my <laughs> own self. You know because we we have to re rebrainwash our brain, because yeah. I always think of our brains as like the, you know, on the news channel where you have the ticker tape that goes across the bottom. And that's uh, this ticker tape of what we know that, you know, like other people are stupid we are not here, you know, those kinds of things. Right. And so with that, that, that going through that ticker tape, what can we do? Well, we can relabel that ticker tape. Uh, I am smart. 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 I am forgiving. I am forgiving. I am forgiving. I am forgiving. You know, whatever that language is, and and have it repeat, because sometimes we're in judgment because it's part of the humanness. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Paula Shian goes, yeah, shingles commercial, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's the thing is, is that we're in this knowing that we can. Shift our beings, but I'm going to say a lot of you who are on the elder side of life, i.e. you, Regan, have Mm -hmm. had more time of brainwashing in the judgmental negative sense than my generation.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, that way, what? and it's a
0: it's a steeper hill to climb. It, it, it is a yeah. steeper hill to climb, and you come by it honestly. It's not your fault. You come by it honestly.
1: Well, you know, um, looking back now, I was so lucky to have a father that wasn't um, prejudiced against. I mean, he owned a, a five and dime store in the poor neighborhood, which was predominantly black, and I would be there, you know, helping him stock and everything like this. And I, I didn't notice there except I didn't even notice color in people. I mean, it was, it we're just all people. And until, and that's in Indiana now, not until I got to be about 10 years old. And I remember the first time I was ever aware of prejudice was when we went to um, a place where they had a roller coaster and a roller rink or anything. And there was a water fountain on there that said colored only, you know, and I, my, I know I'm walking with my dad. He's, uh, you know, taking me there because we're going um, to, you know, uh, you know, go on some rides or something, I forget what, but I saw that and asked dad, why do they have a sign that says colored only over that, that and my dad explained to me, well, that's where, you know, the black people come and they can only drink out of that. And I just remember thinking like, what, that's, you know, and I was just taking that as inter- interesting, you know, but my dad never said anything uh, bad or never said, uh, you know, no derogatory terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, so- so it was a fact yeah, it was just like, it was like a fact. And, um, and then, uh, Indiana, I didn't realize how until I moved out of Indiana compared to California, at least how overtly, uh, racial things, uh, are, you know, um, and, um, so, um, but I did notice that, um, I was, uh, let's see 10, 11 years old. We were to move to a different place and, uh We lived in a neighborhood that was, and there was a river or or, a creek kind of that was between us. And um, the black neighborhoods were on the other side and the white neighbors on this side. And I didn't even, I didn't give it any thought at all until I was with some, um, I was 10. I was probably with some 12, 13-year-old boys. And we were playing on this mountain. They were building the University of Purdue extension. And they had this big mounds, probably 100 feet high of, of dirt. We would play on those like mountains, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, across the tracks, there was uh, three or four um, uh, uh, black boys that came across the track. And um, one of the boys with us started calling them names, you know, like you'd call Mm -hmm. them Hershey bars or milk duds or some dumb thing like that. And they started chasing us. and, And so I'm running with the other boys. And what's going on in my mind is why did they call them Hershey bars or something like this? And they're and they're running. And so we get home to we get to their house and the two boys, the older boys that I was with, were talking to their dad and they were saying the N-word, you know, to their dad and saying, "Oh, we got them and everything. And I, even at 11 years old, something didn't feel right to me. And I just mm-hmm. said, I got to go home. And I just I just left because it just seemed so negative or something. But um, but see know, that
0: we get a lot of things by were, osmosis. That's you know? right.
1: They were they were taught that by their parents because the parents were all and saying the N word and all that, too. Where my dad, you know, people were just people to him. And that's the way I kind of grew up. But but that's what I'm thinking is a lot of times it's, you know, what kids are taught by their what they see and what they accept as truth from their parents growing up. And it takes I'm surprised that it takes generations yes. to undo that. You would think people would say, hey, that's wrong. OK, we're done with it no more prejudice everybody's equal but mm-hmm. it takes it, it I, you know we're I, I i'm so glad we're so much further than we were but sometimes people think we're done with it we, we everything's good now but there's still other another level right
0: another yes. level
1: of another level another level and so right now things got kind of stagnant for a while and the black lives matters it's a great thing that it came out because it's brought our attention hey we need to do more work here you know mm-hmm. we've been we've been coasting for a long time thinking yes. that everything was okay and it's not
0: well. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, I don't necessarily pray for to win the war. I, I pray for the the love to come through and whisper through so that people can do the transformation they can to feel accepted in themselves, yes. to accept who we are to accept. Cause if we don't accept ourselves, how can we accept others? <clears throat> And so, you know, I ask for acceptance for ourselves so that we can, we, we can accept others and, you know, we can feel more secure in ourselves so we can feel more secure around others. You know, there's that, that dance and, and that's, that's where, you know, talking about the disappointment that we have, you know, how can we do things without having a little bit more grace for ourselves because then we'll have more grace for others. So it, it is a, a breath in, breath out. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I, my show last week was about the elements and coming back to the elements and finding balance because we have, if we have too much fire, too much anger, we're not going to have, you know, the, the clean air of, of, of just a whisper of air and the calmness of that water can be and, and that kind of thing. And so how can we find balance? And it's about just, you know, Oops. I ask, like you say, you ask for energetic um, forgiveness if you can, you know? See, that's
1: one thing I think that's beautiful about um, this work that I'm doing with the Newton Institute where, you know, we help people achieve a deep state of trance. And then they actually go to the afterlife for a couple hours because they find out on the other side that once we leave these different colored bodies out mm -hmm. of there, we're all soul. We're all 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 the same. We're all the same. I mean, and over there so far, we've not found that they have, they don't have a hierarchy uh, compared to like, well, there's a hierarchy, but not like I'm better than you, you know, because you're a begin- more of, an, of a, an, you're more of a beginning soul than an intermediate or advanced. Nobody treats anybody like they're less than them. Yeah, selves.
0: exactly. It's more eldership to youngership but yeah. yet it's not necessarily even younger ship. Cause I, like for me, I picture like I've even known three-year-olds that are elders. So it's not like, it's not like time is the, is the eldership. It's the knowings and the, and, and the souls, you know, as, Oh my gosh, the colors of the different souls, you know, are just amazing. And, yeah. and, you know, we're, we're muted colored here. And that's one thing that, that, um, it's amazing how we do that that interesting dance. And, and Paula says um, here, she, thank you for this comment. I'm struggling with being a cycle breaker of judgment and prejudice in my family.
1: Oh, good for you, Paula. That's you know, a good example. She, she could be an example to others to help
0: that. Mm-hmm. I would say um, release yourself of of trying to change those around you. And be yeah be you like my husband said when he was struggling with um, with um, becoming more enlightened is is that you know one day he says you've taught me so much and I said you don't even want to you never wanted to listen to me why would it how <laughs> how did you learn he says because you showed me
1: yeah That's the best way to teach is by example,
0: by showing, um, you know, like if I'm struggling and I'll use the words, you know, I have a lot of tools, but right now they're not working, but I'm doing my better. You know, it's like, I, I, I'm in the moment and, um, and being that way and, and, you know, and, and I'm grateful you said that you, you don't want to give up and that's, um, You know, and that's the thing is, is that it is about having boundaries. So if you're hearing somebody like if I would have heard somebody um, uh, saying something negative to the transgender person that was in our around us dancing, even though they weren't my friend, I would have said, you know, are you perfect? Are you willing to do? Are you willing to be you? I'm grateful this person is willing to try to be them. Yeah. You need to leave them alone. And and it's not necessarily that I would judge who they are who's screaming and yelling, but it would be just that moment of saying, "Hey, wait a minute." And and that's the thing is, is it's not necessarily whenever I try to to negotiate something you know, like if my if if my husband and I are talking, or a friend and I are talking, that I remember that no matter what I'm saying to somebody else, I have to look at myself and see how I need to fix myself. How okay. I need. How is this situation? How is this story coming into me? Because there's some place in me that I have judgment. That's called being human. Judgment is a human. It, expression is a human emotion and how can we not have judgment but the thing is the what level is it at is it tapped into ego is it tapped into to um, righteousness is it tapped into a a truth that is beyond knowledge because sometimes we're defending a prejudice you know people who are prejudiced are defending a prejudice like your friends, they didn't know that they should have been or shouldn't been prejudiced. They were defending what they knew. You know, they knew that that their parents probably would beat them if they were friends with um, with someone of color. Yeah, you know, you
1: know I was right. You know, you're, you're so right, um, Natasha. That my it, my era was rougher than yours because I I was right at the tail end in a sense of where being Catholic. Uh, we were taught to look at Protestants as pagans, you know. In other words, that they were going to hell, when the Catholics mm-hmm. were going to be saved, and uh, that's the way the nuns would teach us. And uh, and you know, I mean, being in line was for first communion, and the little girl in front of me, uh, I remember asked the nun, says, "I have a friend that's a Protestant. What's that?" And the nun says, "Well, you have to pray for them because they're going to go to hell because, you know, they're bad, you know." And that's so. Even a
0: I- nun had prejudice.
1: Right, you know.
0: Someone who believed in God had prejudice because she was taught it.
1: Yeah, I know. So, you know, it's it's like, um, wow. You know, I've been watching uh, 1923. It's that new Taylor Sheridan thing, uh, which is a prequel to Yellowstone.
0: Uh, And,
1: mm -hmm. um, oh, my gosh, he is not pulling any punches at all there's three stories, there's like several stories going on simultaneously, they're all converge at one point, you know, to, to show how, you know, what happened before the modern day Yellowstone, you know, but he's, re- he really hits the church hard on that when he has these Indian, uh, Indian girls in this uh, Catholic institution, and the nuns there are trying to force the Indian out of them, you know, mm-hmm. by making them believe in Jesus and everything, and they, they are so brutally cruel to these young Indian women that yeah. it's it's hard to watch. And part of me, I'm it's hard to watch, but I'm thinking, you know what? That's what we did, you know? I mean, look at us, even in Australia, um, what they did with the Aborigines there. Yes. They did the same thing where they would go and take the kids and try to Christianize them, you know? Or they
0: would run them off the cliffs. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's it
0: yeah. We, we have a lot of um, uh, uh, natives around us. You know, First Nation around us, and and you know the, the schools, the schools yeah. have been talked about, and it, it just saddens me. But what 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 we're responsible for now, because we're coming down to the end of our hour, yeah. And boy, this went fast, and we covered a lot yeah. of different bases here. Yeah. I mean, what, but that's what, like I said. Disappointment is part of a many faceted, you know, we could talk about many different things and we can cover many different things, but it's only an hour show and it's a perspective. We hope that this perspective can help shift something when, when we get triggered by an old belief system or an old pattern or something like that, because a lot of these lower vibration energies of emotions that I call them you know, they are triggered by something. And so when we're in a triggered mode, if we can practice a better conversation, you know, oh, I'm disappointed that I only got a 93 on the golf course yet. It was one of the best days I could have been golfing. And I'm so grateful. I didn't get 103, you know, it's like, Use the but, use the yet in a sentence to shift ourselves out. That's where the but or the yet can be a good thing in a sentence. Yeah. You know, or you say something and
1: say, instead of saying I can't do something, you can say I can't yet. Because yet. that opens up the possibility, that op- opens up that you are getting there, you know, not that mm-hmm. it's impossible to be there. So in summing it up, I, I would say, you know, it's normal to be disappointed in oneself.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Subliminal. In window, helpful will be successful more often than not. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, like when you're talking to your family members who are judgmental, you know, I use the mantra, I'm asking for healing on this. I'm asking for healing on this and I'm asking for divine healing on this. And even if I, even if like, sometimes I'll even say that out loud, like when my husband and I are, are arguing about something and I'll just say, I'm asking for divine healing on this, babe. I, I know we're disagreeing right now, but I'm just asking for divine healing mm-hmm. on this. And many times just that statement can add a, a blanket of a, of a different form of love across the things and it can heal some some magical moments some magical moments in ourselves so regan i want people to know that if you want to watch this or listen to this we are on podcasts that um you can go to any podcast platform and we're probably on it look for um natasha venter life clarifications life clarifications with natasha and um and regan is along for the ride with that he he Mm -hmm. this is a show that you know I had to do a platform, and that's the platform that was given to no, me. So. <laughs> so, I appreciate that you just support that. Um, so, Regan, how can people get a hold of you?
1: They can get a hold of me at visittheafterlife.com. And uh, there's a lot of videos and uh, uh, things on there about what I do with the Newton Institute. And if uh, any of you out there decide that you want to take a little trip to the afterlife and back for a couple hours, that's what I do. It's mm-hmm. now possible to do that. You become like Natasha. You can, in a sense, you become like a medium on the other side because you you see things that Natasha naturally sees. But some of us it takes a, a deep state of uh, trance, in a sense, to be able to turn ourselves into being or to have that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's so much to be learned. But just know that um, in the work Natasha and I do, that um, everybody here uh, we we know for. A fact because of their connections to the other side that everybody is loved and cared for from the other side you're never alone there's always a guide or an angel or someone that's surrounding you just waiting you for you to acknowledge them so that they can whisper and try to help you get through this difficult time like little tutors you know like it's like after school tutors in a way isn't it It you know they're trying to help you through these hard tests right Uh, yeah and that your life has meaning and purpose and to you know everybody out there look in the mirror just take some time look at yourself and and give yourself some self-love and to thank yourself and be proud of yourself for how far you've come so far that you're perfectly imperfect but you've come a long way Mm -hmm. and there's maybe a long way to go but you have the part of the learning and the joy is in the learning you know as we get you know it's like you don't want to think that i'm going to be happy in 10 years from now when i've achieved this you can be happy every step of the way because you're you're getting there
0: you know exactly yeah. exactly and paula have a great time in sedona i wish i could go to sedona with um, oh, yeah. with jessica too she made a comment there's a mutual friend of ours that that um that paula knows and and she's going to um uh she's going well, go no, to Well, Sed- No she says heading
1: to Sedhana.
0: Oh Sedona Sedona. No
1: no it says Sedhana. S A D H A N A.
0: Oh. Okay. heading to
1: Sedona with Jessica for a fabulous evening. So I wonder yes. what, if that's what is is that a something in your area? There is that a, a dance place
0: or a, I don't know, no, 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 or no, no, no. Just again, just because another area? fellow intuitive that she does a lot of um, speeches places, and so, um, oh, oh. so I don't know. Uh, I'll have to look that up, but um, I know she's traveling different places and doing some speaking. So, oh. um, so it's one of those things. So um, okay. Have a blast! But and if you're looking for um, any information on Regan and I, it is in the comment section. I did leave, um, our I always leave our um, our email address and who we are in the comments section of the um of the of the notes about the show. Yeah. So with that, that um, I'm Natasha Venter, and you can reach me at angelicclarifications I love to help people work through it. Exactly these emotions, the low level emotions that we go through as humans and the upper level emotions and dealings that we do. So if you're struggling with a lot of things, just know that we're okay. I had someone who reached out to me who I've done session with saying, I'm doing all the right things, but I still feel funky. How can we do better by being ourselves? So. May blessings be with you. All right. Um, Next week, we do not know what we're going to talk about yet.
1: Hey, you know, I don't know. We could talk a little bit about, I mean, I'm just researching it now, too, and I'm getting educated on um, uh, psychedelics for PTSD, depression, and that. Mm -hmm. You know, because I I have a, a family member that I'm trying to maybe help with that, and I've been surprised. And, again, it's like my prejudice against, some of these things because they're called psychedelics and because what's been honed in our brain that all, you know, any psychedelic drugs are harmful. But there's a whole new thing going on right now in the in the world where they're finding uh, some of these psychedelics actually have a good effect if they're used in the right way. Well, that was right prejudice
0: purpose. of government.
1: Yeah. Who yeah.
0: wanted the wanted the um, the other drugs to do better than the ones that really work? Right.
1: Right. So So there's a prejudice, yes, uh,
0: coming swing back around that is um, bringing us back to what they were finding out at that time. Yeah, and Uh,
1: uh, we could talk a little bit about it's like, okay, you know, when are people just using these psychedelics as an escape for uh, trying to hide from their issues, and when can they be used to um, to free you up to help you to deal with your issues? So that you can, you know, we uh, maybe, maybe ten minutes on it or something. I just, I just, I just found that I'm, I'm going. Wow, okay, I'm learning something every day, and I'm trying to get over my prejudice against those. And um, and um, I had a client this week. Oh that,
0: no, a medi- It's meditation. It's a meditation. Oh, meditation
1: place. So thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, uh, Patty and I went to a meditation place. They said online, um, it's, it's a place people come from all over the world. To it's called Spirit Rock, and it's uh, ten ten minutes from us. And people from all the world go there. And we used to go to meditations there four or five years ago. And um, with uh, COVID, they shut down, and now they were supposed to be back. So we went there, and they weren't open. So their website was wrong. So we we were going to go there. So hmm. yeah, cool. Okay, cool, cool. so we'll we'll figure out you guys, whoever's watching now, what we're going to talk about next. Oh, week and or... maybe
0: we can talk about prejudice.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk let's about do prejudice,
0: that. and then we can slip that in because I don't know if I want to do a whole show on that because I don't have expertise on it. Yeah. I have not done drugs. I will never do drugs. Drugs don't agree with me. I don't even like yeah. to take an uh, a, a, an aspirin or an ibuprofen. So yeah. I have really no knowledge on well, that. let's know, just do, we'll
1: do ten or fifteen minutes on it. Maybe we can um, we can talk about um, the fact that we've all been brainwashed a certain way, and maybe that's partially right what we've been brainwashed, but there, but now, um, we're taking a better, more mature look at, mm-hmm. uh, drugs and at how things. they can,
0: how they, yeah. Can, so next week will be about prejudice, yeah, about the okay. prejudice that we have about ourselves and, and how that now nav- nav- navigates. Yeah. So you okay. can reach us here, um, Monday at four o'clock Pacific time. We're always here. And then I am on Wednesdays at, um, Four o'clock Pacific o'clock time.
1: Pacific time. All right.
0: and, and you can catch me on, um, on Instagram. I'm live there unless I have a guest. So blessings to you all. Please catch us again. Please like or subscribe to whatever station you are on as I love to have the followers because then that gives me a chance to reach more people. And yeah. Regan agrees the same way because we all mm-hmm. want to reach people to bring light and love to this world.
1: Right. Blessings
0: to you. See you guys May love be with you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye now.